and welcome to Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. Welcome, sisters, Yay! to this day. We made Thank it you. to this we- day. <laughs> we made it to Sunday. <laughs> Two weeks from today is Christmas, guys. Oh, that's Ooh. true. Just thought I'd let you know. I didn't realize that. In case you'd forgotten, Sydney. I Oh, no. Riley... I didn't get you anything. No presents for me this I, year. I bought presents for everyone else, and I'm out of monies now. I have no monies mm. for presents for Riley. I'm going to cut my hair and sell it to buy you a watch Ew. chain. But oh no, I bought you a comb, and I sold my watch. <laughs> These are all crappy presents, dudes. <laughs> my dudes. <laughs> Don't give anybody hair or watch chains for Christmas. It's gross. I don't, I don't think she gave him her hair. Like, I think she... She sold her hair. <laughs> the craziest present. I cut my hair off and I put it in a box. <laughs> I wanted to be like that gifts of the Magi thing. So I cut this all my hair off and here it is. This means I love you. Merry Christmas. You want a restraining order for Christmas? Is that what you're trying to tell me? <laughs> Uh, here, here's, um, here's a new iPad. <laughs> what is wrong with you? How much hair do you need to buy an iPad? <laughs> <laughs> Can I have this in inches equivalents, please? <laughs> What's the trade-in value on Apple products and human hair? Do you have to sign some sort of contract if it's an iPhone, or is it contract-free too now if there's hair included? I have 13 inches of auburn locks. How many iPads can I receive? <laughs> I, need, I need a new air, please. Man, we, leave, we need you to leave the store. <laughs> We're all trying to be very cool here, but you are creeping us out. This is, this is beyond what even we can handle here at the Apple store. <laughs> it was woven by a crow. No, no, no. No, no, no. In the future, we won't need your hair anyway. Is that what they say at the Apple store? And in the future, what? you will only deal in hair. Once the no singularity occurs, it yeah, will we be don't the have only currency store. we have. <laughs> I don't know what they say at the Apple store. I've never been to an Apple store. <laughs> I mean, they probably just say like, hi, welcome to the Apple store. <laughs> we are one. We are many. We are Apple. Welcome. <laughs> oh, don't you feel better about yourself now? Is that what they say? <laughs> Do you think they have real apples? No. No. Like a basket of apples at the door. Like, hello, welcome to the Apple store. Would you I... like an apple while you peruse our apples? So they, have, they have like a basket of Apple products. Like, I know. A, a basket of iPhones. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think they embrace the apple as like a like a symbol. They have they have a basket of Apple watches because people don't want those as much. Right? <laughs> I just feel like I'm gonna smudge everything in that store. I feel very smudgy when I'm there. Everything's <laughs> clean and see through, and in the future, and I'm just a <laughs> dirty smudgy person. <laughs> I, I should know we're we're kind of knocking on Apple like we all we all use we Apple all products. Apple everything. <laughs> we love Apple, Apple everything. I'm saying that Apple's too good for me. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't deserve the Apple that I have. <laughs> I smudge it up. We're unworthy of you, Apple. 
smudge, smudge, smudge. It's I terrible. mean, we got a lot of Apple products, guys. I mean, in my room alone, I have four. So like, you kids love them. Got all the apples. That was their that was their whole campaign, right? If you're young and hip. Kids love them. That's their campaign. <laughs> kids love them. <laughs> kids love them. Get get some apples. Kids love some apple things. Got apples? I don't know Is why that they're not joke. I think so. Why haven't they asked us to do an ad for them? I don't know. We're so good at it. Kids love them. Apple. Apple. Eat fresh. Kids love them. Oh no, that's Subway. Oh no. <laughs> don't eat it. Buy it. Apple. <laughs> um, no, I we I definitely will buy you presents, Riley. Um, you will. Yeah. I already bought you presents. Boom. Better sister. Wow. Boom. I already bought both of you presents, so. Mine are already at your house. I shipped them there. You don't know yeah, what Yeah, yours they, are in yeah. your room. <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest. I already have yours, actually, Taylor. We just don't have yours yet, Riley. Wow. I know. I'm so, well. Don't tell that to the world. Don't even tell that to, to anybody. It's the 11th. Like, we have some time. We have two weeks, Sydney. Sometimes Amazon takes two weeks, Sydney. <laughs> and then you try to give someone a present after Christmas. It is not the same. Christmas is for opening presents. You try to give me a present two days after Christmas? No. You will have your presents. I, I I'm going to... I was struck with inspiration for Taylor earlier than I was struck with inspiration mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. It happens differently mm-hmm. every year. I just inspire people to give me gifts. <laughs> <laughs> You also make a very good Amazon wish list. <laughs> I do that as well. <laughs> that helps. I like for everyone to be aware year-round the things that I wish. <laughs> but you're especially deserving, Riley, because you, you had a rough week. I did. Is that your lead-in? Yes. <laughs> Segway. You always have to make it so meta. Sometimes just let it happen. People will accept it. I have to make sure, though, I before I start talking, because, like, what if I start talking about what we're talking about this week, and Sydney's like, what? That's not what I was talking about. Segway. Why did you have a rough week, Riley? <laughs> <laughs> I took the ACT. What does ACT an a- stand for? That's a really good question. I don't know what ACT <laughs> stands for. Fail. That's it. That that was the whole ACT. That's you thought you took it, one. but the truth is, everybody get out their Apple device. Amazingly, the truth is, <laughs> amazingly crappy test. Oh, burn! Cranberry, cranberry. Oh. No, you know what? Don't the search. C doesn't mean cranberry. No, don't search act, because then that's lots of things. That's another word altogether. Um, what I know the last word is um, test. I'm going to say it's test. test. American college testing. College testing. That's it? Really? American college testing? What about SAT? Standardized. American testing? American testing. (laughs) I thought that was Stanford something. No, that Stanford test is another thing. Oh, well then. We we don't even get out the gate with knowing what the tests are. We're We're so bad. Uh, Scholastic aptitude test and then it was later called the scholastic assessment test that makes more sense than american college test all right so you took the american college test yeah (laughs) sounds like the dumbest test now like act has always been like kind of intimidating in my mind like oh it's the act that's a big one but if you were to say like did you take the american college test that's you wish something to something you made up. You want to go to American college? You must take the American college test. 
It sounds like if you're not allowed to say the brand name for the test you, and you have to say like American college test. Yeah, we'll be taking our American college test this weekend. Hey, teens. It's like in, in like a low budget production when you're drinking like fizzy cola. Exactly. <laughs> So how uh, how did it go? Um, it was very long, and also very short at the same time. What? Um, and very exhausting. Very long and very short. Okay, so oh. like <laughs> it was very long. Are you giving us a test question? Let me explain. <laughs> what the is answer very long, is five. Very short. <laughs> Let me explain. I'm also still very tired because I'd wake up at oh. six thirty on a Saturday. Um, what's, but, a, what's her What's her theme music now? <laughs> she's just so sleepy. <laughs> That's my theme music. She's just so sleepy. No, it was the sleepiest girl in the world. The sleepiest girl in the world. <laughs> um, but so like we get there at eight or get there before eight. And the test starts at eight, and it's not over. It wasn't over until one fifteen. But like that's five hours. But also, while you're taking the test and it's timed and you realize, I have to do 75 English questions in 45 minutes, but yet it's been five hours. <laughs> I understand that. So it's the test is long, but in the end of the day, it, you feel rushed. Yeah. Because yeah. yes. it's like, oh, God, I have 10 math questions left. I don't know how to do any of them. And there are five minutes left. Ah. How do, how do you feel like you did? I mean, it was my first time ever taking it, so I was calling this one more of like a trial run. Like, let's just see how it goes. Let's just see what this test is like, because you can take it. You can take it a bunch of times, but um, I don't know. I think except for the math, it went all right. So you feel pretty good about it. it all right. You were more positive when you first came out of it. Yeah, but now I'm thinking about it, and I, I was woken up today by mom going, "You know, sometimes ACT scores can come out as early as eight days after the test." I was like, they told us five to eight weeks. Yeah, that's and my like the earliest we should look is like a month after. And she was like, we should look in in about a week. So that's huh. gonna be the rest of my like two months of my life until the I'm, scores come out. Is mom going? Have you looked? Have the have the scores I, come out yet? I think it, I think it's much longer. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it takes a minute. Well, now the to test be fair, though, is the same across the country. Yeah. Wait. So they have to grade everyone, so they don't put them out until everyone's are graded. Hey, hey, Riley, could you answer something for me? Because this yeah. has bothered me for a long time. I, I just yeah. use the colloquialism. It takes a minute, and this is a question that came up among my friends group. And being young and hip, you might have a better read on this than I do. Yeah. What is a quicker period of time? A minute or a hot minute? See, I say hot second and minute. Okay, but like a hot second or it'll be like, I'll be with you in a second. I'll be with you in a hot second. When will I be there sooner? Hot second. A hot second is quicker than a, than a second. But, a hot well, minute is quicker than a minute. Well, but I like, thought... Oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, maybe you're getting into this. I thought sometimes when people say, I haven't done that in like a minute. That's a while. That's a long time. Yeah. 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 And like I think when you say like oh, that's been a hot minute, like that's a longer time. See, that means longer. Huh. Like I, if I said like <laughs> I haven't done that in a minute, like man, I haven't done that in like a little bit, but I haven't done that in a hot minute. Like I haven't done that in like a while. Interesting. So, but the, like I'll the answer I'll is be there in no just answer. a second, or I'll be there in just a hot second. And is it? 
I don't know. The difference minute and second, like minute somehow is a very long period of time. And All a hot sudden, second is and a, a short. second has remained true true to its nature a short period of time guys we were talking about the act what happened i I know but this has been bothering me for a while and i thought as my access to teams you would have the answer but you don't so let's go back to testing you failed this test (laughs) can i just point out though that these terms as someone who because of my job in my line of work when i ask people like how long have you been having fevers how long has this (laughs) sore throat been going on this, this, this actually becomes problematic when I'm taking care of younger people because they use these expressions and I feel so old saying, I, I'm going to need you to break that down for me. Are we talking like days? Do we mean weeks? Like I really, th- I know this seems arbitrary, but I it's really vitally important. <laughs> like has like your it. gangrenous wound been festering for a minute or a hot minute? <laughs> it's hard to know. explain. Like I'm not, I, I'm really not trying to like mess with you. I'm not trying to call you out for your teen lingo. I just need, I need a timeline here. <laughs> I can't even imagine like a doctor asking me like, how long has that been hurting? Like a hot minute. Like, no, that's not numbers. That's not time. <laughs> It, you're describing a minute, a unit of, of measurement of time as something that is like has a hot temperature. Like that's not even correct. You can't tell me that's a unit and, of time. And let me say, though, it's not just with with younger people. Like I have I have older patients who will just say forever. Yeah, that's fair. OK. And, and I'll say, well, what, I mean, when you say forever, and I've, I've found forever can be anywhere from like five days <laughs> to 30 years. Like forever is a is a. You know, so there you go. Anyway, standardized testing. Some infinities are bigger than other infinities. Whoa. Is that team lingo now? That's from the Jesus. Fall of the stars. What? I was going to oh. say, I've seen that on a poster on your wall. <laughs> yeah. Ah. <laughs> I was seeing who I could get. <laughs> who thinks I'm deep now? <laughs> not Sydney. You, I know, I know that that was John Green and not you who came up with that. Hmm. Um, so... I now let me ask you, Riley. Do you intend to take the SAT as well, or just the ACT? Um, I wasn't going to, but then I was looking on college websites, and it was saying that like the it was weird. It was like if you take the SAT, this is the score you need to apply for this scholarship or this school or whatever. If you take mm-hmm. the ACT, this is the score you need. And when you put them into uh like to see if they're equivalent, they're not always like your SAT score would not always be equivalent to the necessary ACT score. Mm. And the SAT score is often lower than like, if you need like a 30 on the ACT, if you turn the SAT score into an ACT score, it's usually like equivalent to a 28 or a 29. Hmm. So I'm going to take the SAT just because I've heard it's easier and you don't always need a higher score. That's interesting. My recollection is that the SAT was supposed to be the harder one. Well, I only took the SAT. Now every school pretty much requires act but is that i had an understanding and this is probably super wrong and baseless that one was for out of state one was for in state i think it used to be that way right there used to be that kind of connection i remember that um i took both and i took the act solely because i I was thinking uh, i was probably going to stay and go to marshall uh in my you know in our hometown but i also wanted the option to go out somewhere else and so I took the SAT as well. But th- I mean, I don't I, I don't know that it broke down exactly like that, but there used to be that kind of uh, correlation. Yeah. Um, I don't I mean, every school I've looked at has said a required 
ACT score of this or SAT score of this or just required ACT score of this. Like every school seems to need an ACT score hmm. more so than an SAT score. It is the American college test. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's like, I've never taken the SAT, so I don't know if like the subjects you're tested on SAT are different. I mean, there was a verbal section and a math section. But there was no science? I guess in the math section, there were probably science things. Okay, because ACT is English, but English is in grammar. So like choosing proper words and proper punctuation mm -hmm. and then math and science and then reading. It's like reading comprehension as opposed to English grammar and then writing. See, there wasn't, I, I, I don't remember. I don't remember. The ACT had a lot more sections. Yeah. I remember that. The SAT may have just broken down to straight up math and verbal. And it's very confusing because the scores you get on the ACT are a subject score for each section and then a composite score. But like all schools like require a scale of 30, 30, 36 six. to I think the lowest you can get is like a 14. Like I don't think you can get a one. I think like when you take the test, the lowest you can get is like a 13 or a 14. Which is crazy because if you got every question wrong, you'd think like a zero. You'd get a zero. Yeah. I don't know how you do that. Like but I don't. So you Just still get a score even if you get it all wrong? I, 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 don't, I think you get that score. <laughs> I don't want anybody to feel bad. Is that the try like, score? <laughs> I think you get that score, but like there's nowhere where that would be acceptable. Well, Dad used to say, how much of success is showing up? I guess that's the, that's the showing up score. 14 out of 46. 14 out of 36, I guess. Whatever percent that is. <laughs> um, Quick. <laughs> I, I also think some of it might be some states and some schools don't take your higher ACT score because the most times you can take the ACT is 12 times. I mean, you have to pay for it every time. Mm -hmm. But most schools will just take your highest score. But some schools average all of your scores. Oh. See, so that's like... I was curious I about that. Like, is it like yeah. a credit score where, like, the more you ask for it, the more you get penalized? Like, it hurts your credit score if you ask for it too much? If you I take mean, it too I many think, times? I think some schools, like, if they look at your score and, like, you just barely made it to their requirement, like, their requirement was, like, a 30, and your very last time you made it to a 30, and they saw you had to take it, like, 10 times, and each time you got, like... You know, you started by getting like an 18 and worked your way up to a 30. I don't know if they'd see that. Is this person need to take it 10 times? Like, obviously, they either like need extra work or maybe like it's a really driven person. Like they were willing to take it 10 times to get this score. I don't know. I, uh, it, I don't know. It's hard. I, I will tell you that I have a little experience with this from being on the admissions committee um, and looking at MCAT scores, which is the mm -hmm. test that you take to get into med school. And uh it's hard, like, the more times you've taken it. On one hand, it shows, like, that drive and determination. Like, mm -hmm. I will not stop. I'll keep studying and taking more classes and, and learning more and working harder and getting better at test-taking because test-taking is a skill yep. all mm -hmm. unto itself. Um, and then we used to argue, like, could you do something, like, because there are different sections on the MCAT that then all add up to a composite score as well. Mm -hmm. Could you Could you take a golden score, we used to call it, which is the best from each section that the student has done. So if they, you know, you did the best in this section on this one, we take that score from that test. Yeah. And then the, you took it a year later and you got better in this section. So we'll take that one and put together your golden score and say, well, if you look all together, their golden score is whatever. Yeah. So really they did a great job. I don't know. We used to argue about that too, but 
that well, part is frustrating because the only part I feel bad about after this first time was math, and it's just because I haven't taken an actual math class since my sophomore year. Um, but like, if I do really well in all the other sections and I do not great on the math and it makes my composite score lower even if i get like over a 30 on all the other ones i'll have to take the whole test over again and my composite score could end up being higher but my individual subject scores could be lower on all the other ones except for math so like i wish i think the sat does this i'm actually not sure because you can take subject tests in the Mm -hmm. sat which i think are individualized like one subject but ACT does not make it. So, like, if I yeah. take this test and I get above 30 on everything except for math, I can't just take the math test over again. I have to take the whole test over again. I, uh, how did how did you go about preparing for it? Um, I got the, the big ACT prep book, the official one, that's mm-hmm. literally over, like, 2,000 pages long. And it has practice tests in the back. And I just took all the practice tests. And every time I got an answer wrong, I'm like, look in the back. They have an explanation for why the answer is the best answer. And I would retake the test and retake the test. Tay, do you remember studying for big tests like that? No. Nope. ACT, SAT? No. Never did. <laughs> I've, I've talked about this before. I was a straight A, never got a B student throughout every level of education. And it's not because I'm particularly smart. I just know how to play the game. And tests are part of the game. But I <laughs> do question if they are ever applicable to the real world. <laughs> You know, I, I think that's a fair question, Tay. I I have always been somebody and this I, I don't want to, I don't want this to sound like I'm bragging. I'm good at test taking. I think it's a skill mm. and I understand it. I I usually when they're asking you a test question, they're not really they don't even really want you to know the answer to that question. There's a concept behind it that they're trying to drive home. And if you've read and studied ahead of time, you know what concepts they want you to get. So you can kind of see through the question to like, oh, you're you're asking me for this reason. Here's the answer and move on. And I've always been pretty good at figuring that kind of stuff out um, when it comes to test taking. Um, But I have said that before, even in interviews to try to this is this is such a bad habit that we have, especially myself. I think part of it is because I'm a I'm a woman. I'll downplay my accomplishments and my achievements and uh, one one of my my current boss looked at me once and said, "Listen, you can be you can know all the information and be really smart and be a bad test taker. Sure, you can know all the information and be really smart and be a good test taker, but you don't just get lucky. You're not just so good of a test taker that you overcame not knowing any of the information and managed to score really well. So give yourself some credit if you're doing well on tests. Yes." You probably are a good test taker, but you also probably know some information. So stop giving yourself a hard time. Oh, no, I I completely agree with that. But like, I just, I never, even through school, like I I didn't really study a lot. I I did the work that I needed to do, but I mean, I didn't, didn't study. Like, just because there's always like, you know, you get like four options and you look at two and go, well, those don't make sense there's always a couple that are just completely left feel like the answer is blue like absolutely not and then you, you you're usually usually left with two they're like what's one of these and then you just kind of work backwards like there's like there's always a system to figuring it out that i don't think the, the weird thing to me as to why like sat and acts matter so much for college is like the actual educational experience is not at all like standardized testing it's far more about knowing the information like actual yeah. like classes the tests you take in classes the projects you do the reports you do that's based on actual presentation of knowledge 
these are really just like tests that prove like what are your reasoning skills mm-hmm. and if the college experience is just sort of an elevated version of the high school experience why is it judged on this arbitrary ability to 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 think in this very specific way to pass a standardized test it it is a good point and it, it's hard because then you want to start to get into the conversation about how much money people make off of these Mm -hmm. exams they're expensive tests which i also don't get because you're telling me i have to take these tests to get into college but also it cost me a hundred dollars every time i want to take it and i'm going to keep taking it until i want to get a high enough score to get into your school those tests those standardized tests as you like if you were to go into the med school route like i did Mm -hmm. they get up into the thousands eventually per test yeah it's it's crazy. AP the tests are also that, expensive. Like at the end of the year, and for some reason, West Virginia you don't have to pay for them. They make it so they provide them for you. But it, when you take an AP course, they make you take the AP test, but then it costs you a bunch of money to take the AP test. And then right. if you don't take the AP test, then it doesn't count as if you take it in an AP class. That's the, I, I find that very problematic. I, I agree that we need, you know, I mean, the, the essence behind a standardized test is we need to make sure you have this certain base level of knowledge. Yeah, right. And we need some way to assess people who have attained more knowledge than others. Mm-hmm. And we can do some of that through interview and essay and reviewing your grades. But then we need some other sort of like standard measure yeah. that no matter, you know, where you went to school or what classes you took kind of assesses that knowledge. And I, I I don't know that any test does that perfectly. I mean, That's I would not say I'm a good test taker. Like, I am good at remembering information and, like, studying when it comes to tests in class where, like, this is a 60-page area of text, and I know I will have a test on this 60-page area of text. I can study this, and I can memorize this. When it comes to, like, ACT or SAT, and it's just, like, all this information that you may or may not have learned over the past, like, 11 years of your life, like, here's mm-hmm. a test on it. Like, I am not a good test taker when it comes to stuff like that, because especially when it's timed, I get stressed out and I'm like, I have five minutes left. I'm just going to guess. I know I probably could have figured this out if I would have had more time, but I just I don't have time. So I'm just going to skip it. and I'm just going to guess. But I mean, I do good on school tests because I know what I'm supposed to be answering about. So like if you gave me a standardized test and told me like based on everything you've learned this entire school year in this math class, in this English class, in this history class, like take a test on it and show how much you've learned. Like I would do really well in that, but I can't just take a test that's based off of like more generalized knowledge. Yeah. I will tell you one thing that you have not had to contend with that I found incredibly stressful because I, I, I'm just going to say this. Generally, I like taking, I like taking tests. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> I like testing. I think they're very she soothing days. Them. I always like I always like standardized tests. You days probably at are one of those kids that love finals week. I liked finals. I liked uh, I finals. my boards that I've taken throughout my career in medicine. I like those days. I find them very soothing. Like they're much my days at work. I mean, I enjoy my job, but they're stressful. They're challenging. Tests are not challenging like real real life is. <laughs> I don't know. I, I enjoy them. But uh, one thing that used to stress me out and isn't true anymore, but was our tests were all on paper. So they were all these bubble sheets. And, you know, if you were doing a 10 question, like something at the end of a, you know, lesson, like a chapter or something, you were doing like a 10, 20, 50 question test, that's not incredibly stressful. But when you're doing something like the ACT or the SAT and you have 
you know, hundreds Five of sections questions. of questions with like 50 per section. And, and if you bubble the wrong place, you know that you just destroyed your entire exam. Yep. Yep. I, I, that thought would haunt me as I would like constantly be rechecking what question was it? That's the number. What was the one before that was yeah. the letter? Okay. Like I would do that as I went through and then I would have to count my circles at the end. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like just to make sure, like without looking at the numbers on the side, I would count how many dots I saw to make sure that it added up to the number of questions there was. I did that all through med school too because we did the same thing. Yeah. We would do those well, bubble sheets. and Oh, I find those stressful. And and to, to add to that stress, because, you know, you always also look back and like if you have a string of like, I picked A, you're like, oh man, how many A's in a row yeah. could there have been? I had yeah. a teacher, this was in high school, that did quizzes occasionally with the bubble sheets and he would do quizzes where every answer was A. Uh, and we wouldn't no. know. And you was truly just like, you'd look at your sheet and be like, that can't be right. There is no way that's right. But it was just an evil mind game. Yeah, that is evil. <laughs> or like last year in chemistry, when my teacher gave us a 10 question pop quiz that was all true or false, which like true or false is two options. Oh, you have 50, 50 chance of getting yeah. right. But like I went through and I realized every answer was false. I was like, this can't be right. And I went back and like looked at a few that I was unsure on and changed them to true. But sure enough, all of the answers were false. Uh. And every answer was false. <laughs> I, I See, I don't like that. I, I mean, like, it's just like, that's a mind game. That is a mind game. I'm here game. to learn. Yeah, that's like the, <laughs> Why are the, you doing this to me? It's like the none of the above or all of the above option. It's like, yeah. you know, and it's just like every answer is none of the above. <laughs> what are you doing? What is this that we're playing at? I think the worst was when we were taking a test in history or no psychology. We were taking a test in psychology. Oh, well, it's a test in psychology. That's meta in and of itself. (laughs) And uh, he tests us like an actual AP test. So by the end of the year, we'll be prepared for the AP test. And he told us before we started, there's going to be a section on this test where you answer five of the same letter in a row. I'm not going to tell you where, but there's going to be a section where you answer five of the same in a row, but that's the most they let you do on the EP test. So just so you know, there's a section where there's five in a row, which really stressed me out because I get to the end of the test, realize I don't have five in a row anywhere, but there are three different times where I have four in a row. Uh, So I'm like, uh, any of these could be wrong. Where do I change? What do I do? And uh, then I changed a random one to where I had five in a row. But like, if you wouldn't have told me that ahead of time, (laughs) I would have just missed the one where I didn't put the one at the end. Just randomly erase some circle and change it to something else. He, he oh, was no. performing a psychological test on you. You realize that, right? Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. Was, yeah. That's totally what that was. That I, was different data. You know that that joke that they'll they'll play in like movies or TV shows where they want to like show you that one of the students is the classic slacker student, and so instead of filling in the bubbles on the exam, they've like made a picture, yeah, mm-hmm. out of it. Yeah, I used to find that very upsetting. Why? Like, can you imagine that? <laughs> Like they did very, they did very poorly on that exam. I, I would suppose. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Sid. And they like took, they made a picture. They took all that time to make a picture on their thing. Clearly, they're creative. They have but, talents. But now, no one will ever take them seriously because they made a picture out of their bubble sheet. I mean, Sydney, in the real like, like pull back in the human experience, that picture that that one student made of. A smiley face versus your correct answers. What really matters in the end? Probably Sydney's I mean, correct answers. I'm successful in my chosen field. Well, you chose so. a field that matters 
what bubbles are right. That's, That's true. Your choice. I chose a field where cool pictures matter. So me. Yeah, but you also got good scores on those bubble sheets, yeah. so don't yeah. even. <laughs> I got I got straight A's in art school, and hey, anybody, that means absolutely nothing. <laughs> I think if you get straight A's in art school, that, that that's a bad thing. I don't know. No. Maybe. 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 No. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> I want you all to imagine, if you will, a Scantron sheet. But you know what the Scantron sheets are, right? Like the, like the skinny, like half a size of a piece of paper like blue sheets of paper that have the bubbles on yeah, them, A yeah, through D. Yeah. They, they are uh, called Scantron sheets? Yeah. Scantron. That is that's a superhero or a villain. It's a villain. It's a villain. It's a villainous robot. It's, it's a villainous robot test. that fails you at tests. That's a yeah. Scantron. Stupid but, um, robot. My English teacher gives us vocab tests every other week on like 75 to 100 words. And it used to be she would number them, like divide them into sections of like 25 and then letter them like A through Y or whatever. But then she wanted to do Scantron so it would be easier. And so she wouldn't risk like messing up uh, like mm-hmm. if you wrote like something and she read it wrong. So she counted it wrong. So she did Scantron so that she wouldn't have a chance for error. And she started number or lettering them like A, A, B, C, A, B, A, C. A D. Oh no. A B D. So like I'm sitting there with a Scantron sheet and I've never been told I could fill out more than one on any row ever before. But then all of a sudden it's like every answer is a combination of A through D. And ah. I'm just sitting there looking back at my sheet, freaking out like this is so wrong. I know I answered at least four of these wrong because I just was so confused and didn't know how to answer these. Oh, that's upsetting. It was the worst ever. No, then you can't count your bubbles at the end. Yeah, because then it's just like who knows? <laughs> I don't know how many bubbles there are supposed to be. If I were a teacher, I would like occasionally design the answers to the test to form a beautiful picture. Just I thought you were going to say form a butt. Or a butt. <laughs> <laughs> do you, now, do you remember back in the day when we would take standardized tests in, in like elementary school mm. and middle school? I don't remember what all the names were. There was like, I remember there was the West test. West yeah. test. There Stanford. was, Stanford? there was some letters that it, back, I remember back in Georgia because I remember they had a do you, Taylor you're not going to remember this I, but I, I swear this happened when we we went to we lived in Georgia briefly in Waycross Georgia and we took a I remember I was in probably like first grade and we took this standardized whatever test you know that you have to take that all the kids have to take that's really a grade of the school right yeah. more than more than the, the students so before it they really wanted us to do a good job so they had a school assembly where they had uh somebody come in to talk to us about how important it was to do well on the exam and they had like a mascot and i swear to you this happened i you know you're looking at me like i'm crazy and and he, i remember they sang a song about how important it is to bust the test and bust. i still remember it was like a giant pencil i want to say and he came in and was like like dressed up as a pencil and was like bust the test bust the test baby bust the test and we were like a bunch of little what? elementary school kids Sounds like singing along about how important it is to bust the test baby and do well on the standardized test and i the only reason that this is also clear to me like i have a a, a visual memory of it but i wrote about it in my diary of course ah. 
so like there's this diary entry where I talk about how this really cool guy came in and talked to us about how important it was to do good on the test and how I was going to bust the test tomorrow. Baby. Because just yes. like he said, bust the test, baby. And I have like exclamation points and like hearts all around it. Like I'm going to bust that Cindy, test. Cindy, do you have oh. this diary? I have it somewhere, yeah. I want to read this. Did you have a crush on the test pencil? <laughs> Is that what you're telling us? Is that what you're Cindy telling the world? Cindy had a crush on the test pencil. You had a thing for the test pencil. He just, he really, he really prized academic achievement and i do too and i think that's something that we have in common and the relationships are built on flimsier ground than that i would say that hey that's okay an elementary school student (laughs) in a pencil hey look my first crush was on balto and he was a sled dog i was really confused by that but in the end it all worked out just fine (laughs) are you are you married to balto no i just moved on and found better things that weren't dogs (laughs) <laughs> that's good Tay you've grown you, you didn't a marry a pencil <laughs> <laughs> we all start somewhere <laughs> I feel like there's some there's some like relevancy there that, that your first crush was a test pencil and mine was a sled dog <laughs> <laughs> um, but when you all took those end of the year tests what I mean did they make it clear to you back then that they were for the school no and not for no, you it was for us because now they do Yes, you know, back then I thought it was for me and like that. I, I guess I knew they weren't going to like kick me out of school if I did badly. <laughs> you aren't allowed to come back. I think you didn't. I think you thought that was. The I word. probably did. I definitely knew that the teachers knew who did well. And it was very important to me that the teachers were like, good job, Sydney. I feel like that was always very important for you. It was always. It was that yes. after every assignment, the teachers were like, good job, Sydney. Come over and like pat me on the head. Give you a new pencil. They never patted me on the head. I would have really liked that. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't now. Now I would find it incredibly patronizing. Yeah. But like when I was when I was you know in second grade, I would have really enjoyed that. Um, but they <laughs> recently revamped the test, I guess, to make it harder, like the end of the year test, and it's all online. It's all on computers, and we take like a whole week to take it because the entire school has to take it. But they made it so now instead of like the math being multiple choice, all of the math questions are you actually have to come with an answer and type in the actual number answer which is even harder that is hard because you can't yeah. guess it did um, get harder. but they also I mean, you can guess but the the ability to look really dumb yeah. is a lot higher because yeah. your answer could be so far off <laughs> exactly. this blows my whole system uh, <laughs> i'm so glad i don't learn anymore and they try to tell us at the end of the year in my freshman year that if you do like below this certain level you can't take honors classes and I was freaking out, like, no, 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 no. The reason I have above a 4.0 GPA is because I take these honors classes. But then, I guess, because it's a new test and there is something about, like, the state being funded to give out this new test and the school has to have a certain percentage of participation in it, students were able to opt out of it because it doesn't affect you. It just gives your school a grade. Oh. So, like, mm. last year, half of our school just didn't take this test. So I was like sitting there. I was like, well, if this doesn't matter. Then like, I don't need to worry about it. So I would just like flip through and like answer random things and then just pull out my book and continue to read. <laughs> I'm still in AP classes and honor classes. So it, it, it didn't matter. It was fine. Oh, no. See, they got establishment will be angry, <laughs> but they got to bring back those incentives. Sid, you know what I'm talking about? Those sweet, sweet super donuts. Super donuts. <laughs> What? Aren't they power donuts? Super donuts. Super donuts. You okay. told me they were called power donuts. No, I uh, guarantee you I never told you power donuts. I, I have to Have you have you never had one? 
No, but I remember at Christmas when Taylor was in town like two years ago, we were at the mall and some random food place was selling power donuts. Super. Dave. I swear they're called power donuts. They're super. They're They're always super. There is a place at the mall called Dave's. I don't know. I've never eaten there before. It sells the strangest (laughs) assortment. Like you can buy things like fair food. It's like fair food. Like you can buy hamburgers and hot dogs and corn dogs. And then they have like caramel corn. Peanut brittle. Here's some cheese covered popcorn bites. Here's yes. super donut. And also they, super donuts. And also super donuts. They have like a cupcake tier like stand, you know, like one of those tea cake mm-hmm. stand things. Filled with like, power donuts. Filled with super donuts on display on the counter. They have ice cream that's homemade. And then they also have deep fried Oreos. It's the weirdest place. I love it. I've never eaten there. <laughs> I saw that Taylor tried to convince me to go up and get her a super donut. Well, so we, we didn't end up buying one because there was one left that day and yeah. somebody bought it. But then I think this was either last Christmas or maybe the Christmas before last. So I had the best memory of of super donuts. And for anyone that doesn't know what they are, they're like vitamin packed donuts that they would give you before (laughs) a standardized test. Yeah, they'd Uh, give you this and be like, here's your brain food. It's it's a donut, but it's good for you. Exactly. Like a cup of orange juice, like one of those weird little plastic cups, and then a super donut. And I would live for this super donut. Like you could have, I would have taken a test every day of my life if they gave me a super donut. They're delicious (laughs) in my memory. So like I was home a couple Christmases ago and Justin, there was a gas station that had them and he bought us a bunch and I was so excited. And you know what they tasted like? They tasted like like cold chicken. <laughs> yeah, I they remember you, tr- you convinced me, convinced me to try it, and I was like, "This is bad." Now here's my beautiful here's memory thing. shattered. One key, one key thing we forgot to do because I was arguing about this at work the other day, actually, about whether or not super donuts were good, uh, is that we did not put them in the microwave. If you warm them up just a little, we did. Did we? I think no, we I ate, I ate that, that in the car. I ate that oh. as soon as it was put in my no. hand. I remember putting out one of, in the microwave. Out of the microwave, they're better. I still contest that you are right, Taylor. They are not as good as we remember them it being. Makes me so yeah. sad. I also remember looking at the package and seeing like what was in them after we tried it and decided it tasted awful. And Sydney pointing out to us that there are certain vitamins or <laughs> some sort of protein in there that was only found in meat. <laughs> guys, guys, the the past is a super donut. It's beautiful in memory, but tastes like chicken, in fact. <laughs> there. And, <laughs> and slightly better from the microwave? <laughs> Daily affirmations. I'm still buffering. <laughs> I always remember, though, when they would bring you the snacks, that I did feel a little bit like like a lab animal or something. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. they would wheel in, like, the big like cart like the plastic teacher cart that you could put anything on to wheel from room to room mm-hmm. and it would be covered with tiny like just like you said tiny little cups of like juice mm-hmm. that were always half frozen yes yeah yep. like here's your here drink this it's for your brains it's glucose <laughs> quick so you'll test good go now <laughs> test good <laughs> like okay thanks except i didn't care i was like good i will I'll yes. test good for you, I promise. <laughs> I'm going to bust this test, baby. Anyone else want to give me their power donut so I do extra good? <laughs> then I would have done too good. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? They pull you out of school for that, too. You know, you got you to gotta, you gotta stay good, but below the radar. That's the rule. <laughs> oh, you flew too close to the sun. You, <laughs> exactly. you ate two super donuts. <laughs> This is what you reach for greatness too high, too high. It's like that. Oh no, she's using more than 10% of her mind. We've given her too many super nuts. 
Sleeping Donuts, donuts, donuts are the limitless pill. That's what they are. <laughs> that's what that whole movie's about. I haven't seen it, but I assume it's about super donuts. She's and that's what happens. Jonas. He eats so many super donuts that he what does he get telekinesis? What happens? I don't know. Bradley Cooper, right? <laughs> I mean, there were a couple movies like, like that. They're all based off the same thing. I don't know. Yeah, I thought it was about like Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson and Bradley Cooper eat a bunch of super donuts <laughs> and they take over the world. I want some movie. Because they can use 100% of their brain power. And they can probably move things and fly and make your head explode. It starts I'm not sure. The opening scene. If 1982. Can, <laughs> baby Bradley Cooper, baby Scarlett Johansson. Testing day. <laughs> super donuts. Go. They take more than one super donut. This is where the adventure begins. Now, I will tell you what that is very sad to me that... I, now I take like I, like I've said it, it, throughout my medical career I've taken lots of standardized tests and um, some of them Riley you will not believe they last more than one day. Wait, they make you stay there overnight? Well, no. I mean, you go home and then come back the next day and <laughs> test more. Yeah, that's like the end of the year test. Why? Well, no, I just meant like as compared to the ACT being five oh. hours. Like, yeah, I have spent you know with our step one and step two tests and then step three where we uh, you know um, it, anyway they get much longer. Mm-hmm. The point is, because they take all day, there's like a lunch break, mm-hmm. except like they don't give you lunch. Yeah, you, and you didn't know that? No, I did. It's just like there's nothing sadder than like the comparison between like when you're younger and you're in school and you get a super donut and a cup of juice. And then like you're a grown up <laughs> and you go to like this testing center in like a strip mall because that's what they are. They have all these like testing centers and mm-hmm. they're like this. The one that I always have to go to is next to a Kroger. And so I go there and I do like half the test and it's time for my lunch break. And I click the little button on the computer that says like, going to take a lunch break. And I go to my little locker. (laughs) Going to take a lunch break. They give you this tiny little square locker where you're allowed to put your personal belongings. And I get my brown paper bag out. (laughs) And then I sit outside the testing center on a bench in the strip mall that smells like smoke and eat my peanut butter and jelly sandwich and contemplate like, hmm. How many minutes should I do this, really? I just want to take this test. I just want to get this over with. Well, like, that sounds like a super bummer. And and all, but, like, as somebody that's allowed to cut people open, I'm glad they make you take a lot of tests. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind. I don't mind. Taylor, Taylor would you say, you said it was a super bummer. Would you say when you're little, you get super donuts, so when you're old, you just get super bummers? Aww. Aww. Hey, I don't want, I don't want you, don't know that yet. Maybe that's, you don't know that yet. <laughs> don't know that yet. I don't know, I mean, there, the Kroger was right there. I could have gone and gotten something delicious. I think they were even one of those Krogers that have sushi. So I could have eaten Kroger yeah. sushi for lunch. I just, it makes me very nervous to get too far away from my testing area. But why do you? The way you, you said that, you said that so seriously. <laughs> I, I don't want to be, I have to have a certain feet between me and like the, the chair I'm sitting in to take the test or else I get nervous that Sydney's I'm out Sydney's brain of, has this automatic little tracker mm-hmm. whenever she's too far away from something academic going on and it like starts beeping and she just can't physically move forward I anymore. Return. She can only move back. I must return. Um, I don't know why. I was thinking about this when you were talking about taking even your test on a computer, which I mean, how many years ago would that have been? Oh, well, no, I mean, this is since med school, like mm-hmm. my boards, yeah. I have taken those on, on computer. computers, everything up to but then. like that was recently, right? Yeah. Okay. Why would they not let us take ACT and SAT on a computer then? 
You didn't take them on a computer? No, it's a paper test. Oh, I didn't realize that. I just assumed it was a computer. No, it's a paper test, which I didn't really get because like I would think taking on a computer would be more reliable in some cases because like you're not filling out little bubbles. Yeah. And you're not like you There's know, nothing to lose. Yeah. Or but we and also they don't have to worry vote about people going back. Huh? We vote on paper. I mean I, I was pondering that in this election. Like I, I don't clearly there's some sort of it's better to do these things on paper. It's more reliable in some sense, right? Well, it's that it's that it's that back and forth though. Like on some in some way, like doing it on paper, you have I mean, to use the expression literally a paper trail, you have the actual documents that you can rediscover and look at. So it's like for testing purposes. Yeah. On the other hand, computer seems way more efficient. Yeah. Easier to grade, much faster to grade. But then, I mean, I think it, it depends on how secure you believe your technology is, your database is. I, I was just thinking, like, they tell us before every section of the test, you can't go back and change your answers to other parts of the test. Mm-hmm. But, like, you don't have to talk about all that stuff when you're on the computer because, like, you answer a question, you go for it, and that question's gone forever. Like, you know, you don't yeah, have to tell people about also, to like, their answers. On mine, it displays little check marks next to all the questions as you go. Make so sure I have, like, a running all? list of, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. all those questions are answered. Yeah. Because, like, even the most stressful part for me, I think of the whole day, was where I was already stressed out about time limits. And, like, I wanted to start as soon as you said you could start. So I could be sitting there with my hand in the book, ready to open it up and open back up my answer sheet and start filling out bubbles. But then, like, he gives us our writing book, and he makes us leave a little sticker on it that seals it closed. So, like, he says, uh, now I open your books and enter the directions and you start. Your time started a minute ago. And, like, I'm sitting there trying to open up this little sticker that's closing together just one piece piece of paper that i don't want to tear the test i don't want to mark on the test but i can't get it open it's it's hard to open that and some of the cool kids were always so good at like sticking their pencil in there and just being like rip right down that sticker line and open it up i accidentally tore a little piece off my test (laughs) the The cool cool kids kids were good at that i was never very good at that i always found that very upsetting I should either be provided with scissors or these should be easier to open. I looked around and everyone was already writing. And I was like, I I ripped my test. Oh, I don't know. Sydney just rips her test and cries. Oh, no. I busted too much. Why wasn't I I excoriated or something? I busted the test too hard. I I overbusted. I didn't realize that you still had to use those bubble sheets. Yeah. There's a big answer booklet with like three pages in the back to write our writing responses on. And then a whole page for the different sections of the test. And we had to fill out, we had to fill out like, it, like when you leave a restaurant, they ask you to please fill out their survey for how satisfied you were with your meal. <laughs> like we had to fill out a satisfactory like survey about how satisfied we were with our test. Yeah. It's like this was, I was not satisfied with this test. I had to come in on a Saturday morning and take a test. Who's ever been satisfied by a test? Like, why are they asking? The um, questions were like, <laughs> is that a further part of the test that you don't know about? Is it like a, another like psychological aspect? Like, but how do you feel about it? This how matters. Do you feel? <laughs> and the questions were like, would you like to be able to just retake one part of this test if you aren't satisfied with your score? Like, yeah, I don't want to have to come back in and take this whole <laughs> test again. What do you? Jeez. Yeah. What? Yes. Well, ours, uh, now I don't know. Uh, uh, the computerized tests that I've taken in medical education, a lot of that is um, they want, if there's some irregularity, like for instance, the power went out at a testing site I was at once. It glitched for just a second. Everything shut down and then it came right back. 
And so, like, you were supposed to report things like that at the end. So then if it comes back that uh, you didn't answer the first half of your test, it's like, no, I did. And then something happened. But, like, you report that at the moment so See, that you're not I, waiting to yeah. get your score and then calling and going, I think there may have been a problem. <laughs> See, my questions were more just like, did you bring a calculator to your test today? Did oh. someone provide you with yeah. a calculator for your test today? Did you prepare for the test today using any of the official ACT brand test materials? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that, you know, as far as... It, well, then that, that's interesting because there aren't as big differences maybe now as from then as I thought mm-hmm. there were. But one thing you hit on that I think probably is a big difference is when, Taylor, like you said, when we were younger, I mean, I thought those tests, the standardized tests in school were everything. Um, I, like I said, I always kind of like tests, but I still thought that my entire life depended on how well I did on those tests. Uh, and it was very hard for me. It really has taken, I mean, now that I, I practice academic medicine and so I am within a university structure and I see the tests from the outside too, it's taken me this long to start to see that our testing system, not just in medicine, but in, in academics in general is problematic. There is a lot of money that changes hands in taking these tests and in applying these like numbers that we're now going to stamp on you. Like here's your SAT score on your forehead. Here's your ACT score. So like take that with you and prove that you are worthy. And it, it does get very problematic because tests aren't always the best way to assess somebody's skills. Um, a standardized test like that. And obviously all these things we've talked about. And then you get into like the branded materials, like study with our test books and take our test prep classes. And I mean, I, I don't remember the ACT, SAT cost for that stuff, but I know on the med- medical school level, like you can spend thousands of dollars trying to prep for some of our exams if you're not careful. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, it is it is kind of a racket too. Yeah. I mean, the Marshall offers a, a math prep course the weekend before every ACT, which, I mean, I thought about taking, but then I had already spent $100 on the test and like $60 on the prep book. And then uh, an extra 20 so when the test is over, which, like, I feel like this shouldn't cost you extra money. But after it's scored, they uh, if you pay an extra, like, 20 bucks, they'll send you your test back with the correct answers and, like, the comments made on your writing portion to show you, like, why you got the questions wrong that you got wrong, which I feel like should just be, like, given, like, so you know yeah. how to do better for the next time. But I looked how much that math course was so I would be able to prep better, and it was, like, $400 for an eight-hour session on a Saturday, the weekend before the ACT. Oh, that's wild. It's like I don't, Jeez. I don't want to spend six hundred dollars on this test. I should it's be teaching of, that. That's crazy to me. <laughs> uh, that's what yeah. Sydney gets for this. <laughs> no, I, and I mean, but it, there is, you're, what you're getting to is like the we've complained a lot in medicine. There's a test that you take called your clinical skills exam, where you go in while you're in med school, you have to go to one of the testing sites and you see a bunch of standardized patients, so like fake patients. Mm-hmm. And they present you with problems and they you have like... They do that on Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. And you have like 15 minutes to talk to them, examine them, kind of tell them what you think you're going to do, walk outside the room, write a fake note about it and move on. And mm-hmm. then they, at the end, like you kind of pass or fail it based on those 12 patients. Um, the test is in the... Th- like it's over $1,000 to take and it's only at like five sites in the country. So like I took mine in LA, for instance. Mm-hmm. So it was the cost of I flew. I took. I had to take the time off to fly to LA. Of course, wow. I was in school, so I just took vacation. Fly to LA, stay in a hotel there, take a test, and then fly back at the end of it. I didn't have to go to LA, but there are only so many slots, and you got to sign up pretty fast. Anyway, it gets ridiculous, yeah. right? Like yeah. that's crazy. And at the end of it, because I passed, I got zero feedback. I was told I passed. 
and that's it. I have no idea. I mean, I'm sure I didn't do things perfectly, but I'll never know. Yeah. And that's college. Like to me, college and stuff is where you would think you would spend that much money on stuff. Not that much, but like where you think you would spend money on tests and books and stuff because it's like preparing you for a real deal career and like you're an adult. But when you're in high school, like you're 16 and you're just trying to get into a school somewhere where you then have to pay more money. And they're asking me to pay like $500 just so I can take a test just to get into college. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, I agree. At, at any place that are, uh, there is, there can be a racket, there will be a racket, honestly. That, that's true. Your education is incredibly important. Knowledge will get you farther than any other skill you can, you know, acquire. But by proxy, there will be an industry yeah. around it that is purely designed to take your money. That's why it's important to put test scores where they belong. They're just one piece of the bigger academic yeah. puzzle. Yeah. There's I, so much uh, yeah. more to a I well-rounded wish, education. Yeah. I wish more colleges thought that because in, I, they always say, like, your ACT score is important, but you also need, you know, this many community service hours and this many classes and you have to mm-hmm. have a good interview. But, like, they won't give you any of that if you don't get the certain ACT score. Like, you can't even go to the interview if you don't get, like, a 31 or a 32 Right. That seems kind of crazy to me. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I agree. Riley, you should grow up and fix it. Well, you can't grow up and fix it until I get a certain ACT score. Somebody fix it, please. (laughs) Somebody's already taken the ACT and got into college. Please fix it. I don't know. Maybe I'll do my best. I'm in academics. I don't have fix it. I don't have a lot of sway in colleges, but I work at a med school. I will do my Fix my it, little please. my little bit in my little corner of the world. How about that? Well, and I, I mean, I joke about it, but it's true. Like, I, I was good at test taking because I understood what was going on behind them. That doesn't make me more or less capable than another person. It's just that I understood that there is a system. And that shouldn't make me better than somebody that mm-hmm. actually knows stuff but doesn't get the system. Like, that's the that's the truth. I took the SATs once. I got an okay score. It got me where I wanted to go. But, like, there are plenty of people that just don't, their, their brains don't work that way, you know? And then they work yeah. in a better way than mine, but not that way. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Tests are not the end-all, be-all of intelligence by oh. any stretch. Um, well, yeah. Riley, yeah, I'm sure you did well. <laughs> Thanks. I'll we gave you, you great idea advice. Yeah. Just yeah. don't worry about it. They're all a racket. <laughs> <laughs> Just you, you did your best. Yeah. And your best is the best for you. Thank you, Daniel Tiger. That's what Daniel Tiger taught me. Mm. <laughs> That's all that matters. You gambated. <laughs> uh, thank you, sisters, uh, for sharing all of our test taking stories this week <laughs> and super donut memories. Thank you to all of our listeners. Uh, please, if you like our show, um, share it, subscribe to it, tell people about it, uh, tell a friend or an enemy. Don't you never it. know. Maybe, maybe they just really want you to share a show. Maybe they'll become a friend if you tell them. Make a new friend. Tell your arch nemesis to listen to our show. <laughs> You can uh, join our Facebook group, Still Buffering on Facebook. You can tweet at us at Still Buff. Uh, go to MaximumFun.org to check out a lot of other wonderful podcasts on our network and go to MaximumFun.org forward slash Jumbotron if you would like us to send a message to somebody. We don't have a Jumbotron until July. Please send us some. Yeah, we have plenty of open <laughs> open dates. I, I don't know what happened. I, I don't know what happened. I wrote that song and then nothing else. Then no one 
No one wrote any more jumbo draws. Was it my song? It Did wasn't. It was your song. song? I think it may have been my rapping. Uh, we will sing you more songs. Yeah, I'll Maximumfun.org forward slash Jumbotron. Uh, email us at stillbuffering at MaximumFun.org. People ask what that email address is, and that's what it is. And you can comment, suggestions, show topics, what have you. And thank you to the novellas for our theme song, Baby Changed Mine. This has been Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I am a teenager. And I, I was too. Comedy, friendship, and creativity. All of this and more wait for you at Max FunCon. Join us for Max FunCon in Lake Arrowhead next June or Max FunCon East in the Poconos next September. Tickets for both events are on sale now, but they're going fast. Visit MaxFunCon.com to buy your tickets right now. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.